Welcome to Get Behind Fanny, a podcast dedicated to the behind-the-scenes stories of the music, the members, and the musicians influenced by the rock group Fanny, the godmothers of women who rock. Hey, everybody. It's Alice DeBure, Fanny's drummer, and I'm still tired, and I'm still old. (laughs) (laughs) You're not old. You just celebrated another year around the sun. Happy birthday, Alice, our very own Alice. Just had a birthday. Oh, oh, right. I'm Dr. Kristen Allaire Glasgow, historian by training, but for this podcast, I am the daughter of Fanny's manager, Roy Silver. Yes, and happy birthday, Alice, once again. Thank and you, Byron. I'm Byron Wilkins, <laughs> lifelong <laughs> Fanny fan, and manager the website over there with Old Alice. <laughs> no, no, it's a new hashtag. Hashtag new Old hashtag. Alice. Old Alice. <laughs> and we do have, before we start this episode, although I guess mm-hmm. we've started, we do have a couple of other birthday bakery shout outs cool. to a very long and loyal Fanny fan, Cherry R. Simpson. Happy, yes. happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. And yeah. to my amazing. Amazing longtime friend and now new business partner, Brian Kovaleski. Happy birthday. Yes. (laughs) Iron and Brian know each other. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not confusing at all. (laughs) Yes. No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) You know, and I got to tell you, I'm very excited about today's podcast because it's part two or new of (laughs) hashtag (laughs) Gene Genie, which means let's bring on the basement. Put that yep. on loop, please. We oh, should yeah. do a ringtone, new ringtone. I would new love ringtone. that, actually. <laughs> yeah. But Byron and yes. Aaron Goldstein and everybody else who is expecting hashtag Gene Genie part de to be a ballad, there's a but. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's all good. A good but. It's a good but. Yes, exactly. Mm. So we're going to, we're going to shift it up. I see how I ignored that. We're going to shift it up. And what I realized is, excuse me, what I realized in coming up with hashtag Jean Genie part de is that, you know, you really could just start on the first Fanny album on track one. Right. And listen to all four albums straight through to the end of the last track on Mother's Pride. And Every single song just shines Gene's talents. Yep. So what we realized is, yes, we did promise Gene's ballads, and, and they will be discussed and listened to. But for this episode, the three of us picked three songs that we feel exemplify Gene's talents, as well as displays a full spectrum of her range. So we're going to be talking about You're the One from Charity Ball, What Kind of Lover, also from Charity Ball, and Shade Me. From Fanny, which is one of my favorites. Byron, I know yours too. (laughs) But before we do, here's the intro again to Hey Bulldog and Jane's baseline, because June summed up this intro perfectly. Well, you know, she's got the tone uh, on Hey Bulldog and she's got the drive. You You can feel it. I mean, she doesn't give it all away in the intro, you know, but you can feel it bubbling behind.
You know, and that song does just build and build. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you do oh, feel yeah. the bubble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, it was pure genius on your part as a group not to replicate that driving piano and baseline intro of the original. Absolutely. And Gene's bass line sets that up perfectly for Fanny's version. So, you know, and as far as the ballads go, We'll hear them at some point. I'm glad. Oh, you'll hear them soon. I mean, (laughs) this just gives us many more, many more podcasts, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, Byron, I'm with you, you know, but since I love almost every part of Gene's playing and singing, I'm cool with this podcast, the way we're doing it. And it's true. Kristen said to me, pick your favorite Gene tune. And I said, how many hours do you have? (laughs) (laughs) And I really, I really do promise we'll be getting to the ballads. I mean, we still, like I said, we have so many stories and songs to get to that that just means our podcast has no end in sight. So Mia had once said she was worried this podcast was end, would end. Not for now. So Not for one. Good. Time. Yep. <laughs> Not at all. So this part two of hashtag Jean Genie is listening to her amazing talents as a bassist and singer. So without further ado, <laughs> let's dive right in with the song that Jeannie and June wrote and Jean sang lead vocals on, let alone her slinky is all get out baseline.
I love wonderful. You know, Nikki's Nikki's <laughs> piano in the last third of that song is it's kind of hidden underneath, but listening to it, you hear it pop out. Absolutely, but, yeah. it works so well with Gene's bassline. Yeah, on it, it really I think. does. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know in episode thirty-three, um, the first uh, hashtag Gene Genie Part One, um, I was talking about Gene's playing, and I used mm-hmm. the analogy that she was walking the bass downtown. Right. Well, mm-hmm. she may have started You're the One on a walk, but in this case, <laughs> she bought a car, she put it in gear, and she is driving in style, you know. And that bass part, it's so stylish and it is so, so, so perfect for the song. It really is. Yeah. I mean, Jeannie, Jeannie, you're the one. Wow. And yeah. we had used for hashtag Jean Genie part one, the Boyd Harris picture that he took in the UK in mm-hmm. 1973. And he was kind enough to send us another picture that he took, Excellent. black yeah. and white. So that's the yeah. picture that you will see with the podcast accompanying cool. it. So thank you, Boyd. Yeah. And in the interview with Jean, here's what she had to say about you're the one, about the whole song. On that song, what I want people to know for one thing I think to me it's the first song I remember that June and I equally wrote it I mean I feel like we were really equal on the credits and the writing on that song so that made me feel really good because a lot of times she took the lead you know on writing a song and I followed up but this one I feel like we both were equally involved in writing the song so that that made me feel good and the other things, the bass line, da 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 on the, in the intro, you know, it's hard to explain, but da 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 I do the, the tonic and the sixth note together. You can't tell it's two notes together, but I was just starting to um, want to have more notes included on the bass part than and I normally did. It was just starting at that time, you know, to really have more bass included, uh, you know, in the chord. So I just wanted to point that out. I don't know if you can tell what I'm saying, but that's what I wanted to point out on the on the bass part. I think I the song started because I wrote the bass part. It was just a simple exercise and um in playing two notes at one time, but I think that the song was based on that. You know, and I remember Gene and June working on this song, hmm. and I was kind of going, oh, God, no. No. Why? Because, Why? <laughs> because of the slow shuffle. Um. It's really hard for me to play that, you know, but I had friends and, and, and a girlfriend in particular who wanted us to do that song every yeah. opportunity, you know, every show. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, you know, but somehow I think I pulled it off. But, oh yes, uh, you did pull it off. Yeah, yeah. And when I listened to this song, okay, I got over myself, you know. But <laughs> Jeannie's vocal on this song and her delivery of the really sexy lyrics just blows mm-hmm. me away. I mean, listen to this one line.
Oh yeah, yeah. just a wee bit of double entendre there, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> just no. a itty bitty bit, Alice, as Alice would say. <laughs> yeah, I would say there's absolutely no double entendre at all. It's oh, right yeah. out oh, there. Yeah. It's right, right there. there, right there. I hope Jean knows how hot she was, how hot she is, you yeah. know, whether as a bassist, yeah. as yeah. a singer, yeah. as a songwriter. In fact, when we spoke to Seagrave, your former roadie, about Jean's bass amp starting to out of nowhere catch smoke. fire smoke <laughs> at a gig at the troubadour yeah. i asked jean if she remembered that incident and she didn't at all but her comeback line was hysterical when i said to her if she remembered this not at all <laughs> he said my amp burst in the fire or something like that i don't remember that in the least that's so funny but i guess we were just so hot that my bass gone on fire, the amp went on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. she yeah. still got it. I love yeah. that. <laughs> She's just smoking, you know. <laughs> yeah. Good one, Byron. When I spoke with June about this particular incident, she didn't recall it either. And I didn't do the interview with Jean and June together, but it was funny that she echoed exactly Jean's sentiment. Well, that would be Jean smoking through the amp, you know. I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I don't know how those amps took the SPL, you know, because she really put it out. Yeah, yeah, June. <laughs> yeah, you're right, June. We both I know love that. how Jeannie put it out with her vocals and her playing. I mean, talk about smoking hot. You know, that's Jean <laughs> for sure. That's Jean. <laughs> you know, and all you have to do is listen to Jean's bass line on uh, What Kind of Lover and you know it's hot. What kind of lover do you think you are? You drink me dry, then you tell me you're thirsty. You get me thinking I'm a superstar. Then you try hard as you can to hurt me. You're making me lose my mind. What kind of a lover do you think you are?
Oh, <laughs> and a race to the finish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, and that song is so bass-centric that if you pull the bass out of it, you know, it's just an ordinary song. Well, an ordinary song with a great drum track. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you, Byron. Well, and, Thank and, you, I'm sorry. Byron. June's lead on this yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. This is I, one I of love, my favorites of hers. I yes. love the whole song. But, you know, Me when too. Jeannie starts the second verse, I mean, she could have she could have kept the bass, you know, boom, da-da, boom, da-da, mm-hmm. but all the way through. You know, mm-hmm. but she started dancing up that neck. She mm-hmm. walks it just, you know, that that Jean strut, I guess I'm going to have to call it. It's just <laughs> it's just so Jeannie, you know, she's going up and down. But it that bass part does make the song so special and so unique. It really does. Let's listen again. What friend in trouble do you think you'd be? You put me down and tell me you need me. You guys hear it? You hear how oh, she yeah. did that oh, playing oh, up yeah. the net? Oh, oh yeah, love I it. love that. And when I spoke to Jean about hashtag Jean Genie Part Two, <laughs> I loved her take on this song in general. I mean, Alice, talk about unique. Yeah. For one thing, when I listened to it, I don't know why, but I got the impression we are doing a square dance. <laughs> I'm a country and western square dance. Not that the the tune had the tempo, nothing to do about. But it was like kind of a, a precision that we were doing a little dance all together on that song, you know. And so what kind of lover do you think you are? I mean, it just brought to mind that that's how we were doing it. We were all precisely play, playing a part and doing a dance kind of. And then June did their solo was pretty interesting on that song, too. She was playing just chords and then um, country western kind of kind of musical interlude during a solo. I thought that was interesting because I didn't, I was thinking of the square dancing before I heard the solo, I had not remembered that was a solo. So I thought that was pretty interesting that I thought of that. Yeah, Jeannie, square dance. When she mentioned square dance, it just takes me back. When I first moved to Tucson, I joined a gay square dance club. (laughs) And this song could have easily been played as one of the square dance tunes you know okay you know what that would win for the best mtv video a fan at a gay square dance club playing there oh come on please please please. swing your partner right i tell you (laughs) we have to make that happen someday you know we have to make that happen i love that and you know what else i love on this song Mm -hmm. the infectious backups yes and genie's just intensity of singing it. Uh, I've already started practicing the backups for the song, by the way, if we take it on the road, I think this would be another good one to add. (laughs) Although I'll tell you what I'm having difficulty with that amazing growl that Jeannie does toward the end of the song. I mean, let's listen. Oh, it's so great. I asked Jeannie if she remembers coming up with the growl or how it even came about. She didn't remember, but she did have another great answer. Let's listen. I think it was spontaneous. Who knows? Maybe I was done with singing and I wanted to be done. I don't know. But just that's a spontaneous thing. Nothing to think about. And we decided to keep it in. 
I'm done. I love that. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. I'm growling my way to the end of the song. And here's what June had to say about Gene's playing overall on this song. What kind of lover is kind of a a funk tune, you know, and Jean knows how to do that. She knows how to do that thing, you know, that we learned from the tracks that were coming out in the 60s, Sam and Dave and uh, Motown and all that kind of stuff. So actually, that track was pretty easy for us to represent. But when you listen to it now, I mean, I, I would challenge any band to come up with how that song just is represented and and rolls along it's 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 quite incredible you know i think uh june put the uh challenge out there for all you bands out there so you know let's hear it (laughs) she did she did and you know june is absolutely right jean does know how to do funk she does it so well and the song shade me which is our third song that we're covering today Mm -hmm. it just blows my mind i mean we've talked about this before but it continues to just amaze me that this is from your first fanny album Oh yeah, it is so sophisticated and just so uh, uh, on the you know, on target. Mature, mature yeah. exactly. Perfect yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. It really is mature. I mean, listen to her funkiness on the song.
really is impressive yeah. and yes Jean you do get to say and you can say it and say it and say it because yeah. we agree yeah. and June June too agrees oh, yeah. I mean here's what she had to say on the even just the opening bass line <laughs> I, I can just hear her bass part right now yeah I love the intro bass line and Me it's too. and I agree with June that it's amazing but listen to how she switches it up you know, like a minute and a half, halfway into the song. Listen to this. You know, you ne- you never can leave the magic and the sort of like the center of the bass part with a song like that because it totally captures the feeling of the song. You know, so shade me, you know, da, 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 is is pretty darn cool. I, I love that recording. Yeah, me too, June. I oh, love yeah. it. And I think it's just a great song. Still, I, I'm still amazed. First album, you know, yeah. it really, oh, yeah. really yeah. is incredible. I may be slightly biased, but I think <laughs> it's incredible. When I told June what Seagrave, or I should say when I told June how Seagrave described Gene's right. playing. Mm-hmm. Um, he used the adjective imaginative. We heard mm-hmm. that on the last episode, hashtag Gene Genie part one. But I loved June's response to the word imaginative and how she might describe Gene's playing overall. Gene's playing was both melodic and super intense. You know, even when she was playing quietly, it was intense. But I, I like Seagrave's word of imaginative. You know, because she was using her left brain and right brain to create those parts and sing. People, that is really hard. It's, it, I mean, it's almost impossible to sing like that while playing like that. I mean, I know that in the uh, on the records, uh, the vocals were overdubbed, but we had to do them live on stage, and it's really hard. So, I mean, Jean was, you know, she was passionate, and, and she delivered. She delivered what the song was about every time. So I guess delivery would be my word, but you know, it's all of it. It's all of it. She was magic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She she really was was magic. And you know what? She remains magic. Yep. Having her just seen her on the stage, that was magical. Yep. Oh, it was, you know, and magic indeed. But you know, but I have to say, I know I make a lot of noise about Mickey, Nikki, who (laughs) Mickey, who's Mickey anyway, (laughs) but I I can't stress how much I love Gene's bass work. And I want to chat quickly uh, about Gene from my perspective as a fan, Mm, you know, I've had the joy of meeting Gene twice, uh, once in 2013 and 14, you know, we fans sometimes hold musicians we admire up on a pedestal 
And when you meet them in person, you know, you're, you're totally disappointed because they're not what you envisioned. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but with Jean, that wasn't true at all. You know, she's a right. kind and generous person who just, you know, chatted with me freely and openly about, you know, raising kids and, uh, you know, giving me tips on how not to use plastic in the microwave, <laughs> and, you know, reading food and stuff like this. And of course, you know, sharing some of her base techniques with me. And, you know, and recently I chatted with her about her stroke. And that she suffered just a while back. And I suffered a mild stroke, mild, minor stroke in 2017. And, but I also worked at a rehab center where we treated uh, stroke patients. So I uh, was able to relate with her on that uh, level as well. So, you know, yeah. just in short, she's just a wonderful person, you know, being, besides being an awesome bass player. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jeannie has always held a very, very, very special place in my heart. Be- mm. And, you know, it's only part of it is music. Part of it is personal, but oh, yeah. I have never, ever, ever, ever played with another bass player with whom I was so locked into the pocket. Mm. I mean, that particular rhythm section of Fanny, Jeannie and me holding down the bottom, you know, mm. we held it so tightly that it freed up the upper spaces for June and Nikki and the vocals and the leads mm. and everything, yeah. you know, and I don't care if Jean was walking downtown driving herself <laughs> or in a limo. She nailed the bass parts every single time. Yeah. And I was just so, so, so lucky to play with a bassist of Jean's caliber for the main part of my career. It was the best part. Oh, oh nice. I love that. I love that. And just to give those of you a little tidbit to a side of Jeannie that Byron was referring to, when Fanny was waiting for the Linda Lindas to introduce them to walk on stage, not this was before the documentary, right. there was Jeannie looking at pictures on her phone of her grandchildren. Yeah. So I just, I mean, that really sums up her as a, as a beautiful soul. So for those of you, again, Byron, Aaron Goldstein, and others, <laughs> that we did not do the ballads of hashtag Jean Genie, part two, part deux, we, that just means, again, we have many more hashtag Jean Genie episodes to get to. So right. for now, it's June's turn at the wheel with hashtag June Jams for the All next right. episode. So if you have any questions or comments, please mm-hmm. write to us at fannyrocks.com at the website under this episode's comment mm-hmm. section. Yeah, Should and be I, fun. I've got to do a mea culpa here since we're getting close to wrapping this up. Mm. Um, I did not have the opportunity or take the opportunity um, last episode to give special thanks to Mike Dougherty because Dougherty, um, yeah. he wrangled the entire outfest for everyone in L.A. Mm. as well okay. as for Fanny. He was the go-to, you know, um, I'm going to, this person is going to handle that. That person's going to handle it. He did a fantastic job. Really a fantastic Great. job. Cool. And I also want to thank real quickly Bowie Star for running, running yeah. the uh, Fanny merch table. He did an excellent job. And what a great guy. Cool. He really cool. is a great guy. And yeah. I have a mea culpa before <laughs> Byron gives us the social media. Mm-hmm. It's a huge mea culpa. I can't believe I forgot to give a shout out to Sherry Rain Barnett, yeah. who did backups on the last song of the yeah. performance at the Orpheum. And in addition to being a singer and a musician, she's also an extraordinary photographer. So yeah. Sherry, yeah. mea culpa, mea culpa, mea culpa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Byron, now yes. will you please give everyone else the social media? You bet. You can find Fanny on the internet on Twitter at rocks underscore Fanny, on Instagram at Fanny Rocks underscore 1970, on Facebook as Fanny Rock Band, 
Go over on to YouTube as Fanny Rocks. And you can drop by the official Fanny website, as uh, Krista mentioned, at FannyRocks.com. And use the hashtags Ask Alice and this time June Jams, uh, Gene Ginny and Nikki Notes to ask questions. And, uh, you know, also you can get the Seagrave set segments uh, for uh, Rody Seagrave. There you go. Cool. Yes, absolutely. And before we end this episode, Alice, mm-hmm. yes. one of your fans, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark Collins, a Fanny fan as well as an, a okay. podcast fan, right? he wanted to know from you after the death of Charlie Watts how you were feeling mm. because his word was he was gutted and yeah. he really wanted yeah. to know how you felt about it. And just to let everybody know, including Mark, Alice and I were FaceTiming when the news came in over our phones mm. and we did have a moment and it yeah. hit hard. So Alice, wow. what, what are your thoughts on it for Mark? Well, um, I think it's a, a, a major loss for rock and mm-hmm. roll. Um, I've commented many times um, in interviews, people say, who are your favorite drummers, blah, blah, blah. And I always say Ringo Starr, Charlie Watts, BJ Wilson, you know, Bernard Purdy. And, you know, a combination of those, but the real core combination is Ringo Starr and Charlie Watts. And if you could put those two drummers together in one human being, that -hmm. would be just a magical drummer. And it's just a reminder to me that Fanny on stage, we had that magic with the four of us. It was, Mm -hmm. you know, the four of us individually, but we came together as one sound one yeah, yeah. magical sound and that magical sound is just like genie magic oh. <laughs> i love that what a beautiful way to end this episode so from all of us we love you genie yep we love you we love you we love you and that is a hashtag gene <laughs> genie part de rap hit it <laughs>